monkeys. Watching the monkeys. Hello, welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. In case you thought we might have, uh, we didn't stop. I thought the show was done, actually, for a little bit, but it's crazy. I checked one day, and there's more of it. I thought it'd be weird to leave on, on a cliffhanger, but I've watched enough shows, especially anime, to know that sometimes uh, stuff just ends, and you don't get a yeah. conclusion. Believe it or not, One Piece didn't end with a boat falling out of the sky. I thought that for years. <laughs> I thought Luffy was just crushed and drowned at sea, but no, he actually goes to Skypiea. I, I I feel like a fool. I was, I, you know, I saw the efforts of the nerds who really want there to be more Firefly, and I was like, damn, they should apply that to One Piece. Everyone's saying there's not enough One Piece. It's the most resounding thing you hear online and the forums, but luckily we did it. Our voices were heard. <laughs> we, we did, did it, read it. a flash mob in <laughs> Times Square, and now there's more One Piece. If I ask, Two like, piece. when school starts, if I ask, like, a, a freshman at my school if they know what a flash mob is, would they say yes or would they say no? This is a boomer talk hour. I'm Jory. I'm Joe. I, I don't... No, that's a good question. I guess, I mean, it depends on, are you, like, are the people in your classes particularly young or is it like i'm assuming you're not taking entry level stuff but i don't know um online i am i'm taking 100 level classes oh, okay i'm taking one class that seems fun is uh art it's an art appreciation class video games as art and uh well they're I not got, but that's okay <laughs> that's exactly uh, <laughs> i got the syllabus and boy i am uh i'm ready for that <laughs> that's gonna be fun Do you, is are you like assigned games so it's all this there's no essays which is fucking awesome but it's <laughs> it's like some articles to read and stuff like that and then it says games that you can play to like ascent to like help with the discussion and i saw one of them is braid it's gonna take every fiber of my being to not just on everyone's discussion post a link soldier boy making fun of braid <laughs> yeah no you should you absolutely should do that all you I, do is go back and forth that's all you do <laughs> oh that's i mean it has to be tough to make a syllabus just because like the, the length of time investment yeah I'm like, I can't think of a game that I would record, like, that I could assign that, like, I feel like I'd be have to pick one because, like, all the games I would imagine are longer or too long or, like, I don't know, like. There's some that are, like, there's, like, flower and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the games like that. Journey, I feel like, is probably an easy pick of, like, and it's not even that I think Journey's that astounding, but so many people are, like, do find it astounding and it's certainly interesting for its moment in time uh, indie games were certainly less popular now i feel like any th interesting thought you have about a game is expressed in some free thing that 10 people have played <laughs> there was one air I, i'm i'm gonna it's just a catastrophic blunder in the syllabus i'm gonna point it out they said uh at the end of one of them it says halo there is no game in the franchise called halo the That's first true, one actually. is Halo Combat Evolved, and I wish the class was in person so I could be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's me with being like, yeah, no, the first movie is called Star Wars, and the second movie <laughs> is called Empire Strikes Back. The third one's called Return of the Jedi, and there were no more movies. <laughs> Related, I wish my summer film class was in person so I could have watched Drive for one of the movies, and then just showed up every class period after watching <laughs> looking like Ryan Gosling and not acknowledging it. I hope that the Barbie movie has that effect on dudes. <laughs> and everyone's wearing these pink cowboy fits all the time. <laughs> Anyways, this is a One Piece podcast. Who would be the most likely in One Piece to fall for Drive? I'm picking Frankie. Frankie in the Drive jacket 
it's it's immediately in my mind. That's the thing about it. I don't even know if he's the most likely to fall. I mean, no, because he, he is a very like machismo kind of guy. <laughs> Impressionable. Uh, Usopp, Usopp probably as well. Um, but not in a way to like get women, just because he thinks Driver's cool and uh, maybe Chopper. Yes. <laughs> Chopper would probably think Driver's cool. Yeah, I mean he's he drives. He's the driver. <laughs> he's the modern day cowboy. Luffy uh cannot sit and watch a movie. Uh. <laughs> no, but somehow he'll watch eight hours of TV in one sitting. It's really <laughs> yeah. astounding. He makes a big deal about it and- too that movies are are too long and he doesn't have the attention span for it. And yet he just like took all of Stranger Things in in one shot. It's no one. He's an enigma. And then Robin wears driving gloves. <laughs> you think? I think Robin's a big Tarantino fan. <laughs> That's my take. I think Robin just likes things. I, I I can imagine that being concurrent with her love of minions, which we've discussed. At length. Yeah. Every every week we come up with something, and it's like, what Straw Hats like this? <laughs> Look, we started early with Overwatch, and it's we been did. 11 billion years since that video game came out. <laughs> uh-huh. There's still no Overwatch 2, which is how you know it's not good. <laughs> uh, before we get to the episode, one last thing. <laughs> Robin says she'll take Chopper to the movies because he wants to see saying I'll take the kid to the movies even though he's like 16 or whatever he's still a baby but it's because she Chopper actually wants going to, see- to minions in a suit <laughs> yeah she actually wants to see minions more than Chopper does but she she says it's like I'll be the one who will take him to the movie don't worry about it guys yeah of course this is a one piece podcast we are watching <laughs> one piece and we left off last time with a big dramatic Luffy's gonna fight Katakuri moment and he technically does in this chunk. We're talking 851 to 860. He really just gets his ass beat the whole time and <laughs> runs away. That's it. See you next time, folks. To be continued. He does try to do a big punch multiple times. And then Boy, Katakuri's like, hey, look, I did your big punch too. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> My punch is bigger and also it can grab you. <laughs> So he runs away. I remember some people in the Discord were saying it was one of your most accurate predictions yet at the end of the last episode. <laughs> You're like, ah, Luffy's going to run away through the mirrors. Uh, it's true. So we start with A51. Katakuri's can tell that Luffy's strong. He's like, I gotta, but I got to beat him before he's actually a threat to Big Mom. Um, will he succeed? Hard to say. And I don't know. I like the choreography of this fight a good deal, but it's you know, it it very much feels for a while Luffy just feeling out what Katakuri can do. Like, he doesn't go with the strongest thing right away. He just does all of his usual stuff, and none of it connects. Yeah, so immediately I was thinking of, like, because the thing that comes up in, in wrestling a lot, and also with, like, Dragon Ball Z or something, is like, why don't they just use their strongest attack first? Well, in wrestling, they're not worn down enough to get hit by a super obvious move that that finishes the match so there's <laughs> that like just being annoying but it's also like well you can't just start off with the strongest like you have to hope that's like your last resort and also with the fourth year it's like there's a time limit and we hit that time limit within <laughs> the fight and he has to get away it's true he has yet to both both times he's used gear fourth it's been like this as well <laughs> very funny because when it happens in this one um Katakuri's like monologuing about how he's stronger and Luffy's like, all right, thanks for telling me. Bye. And then runs away. (laughs) It goes on for a while. uh, But then we check in on the Thousand Sunny. And from the last time they they did a coup to burst to escape from Big Mom. 
who's apparently just very fast anyway. Uh, but her speed kind of rubber bands, I guess. I'll explain that in a minute. But <laughs> they land, and they notice that the mirror is broken, so Luffy can't get back. And they're like, ah, it'll be fine. We trust Luffy. And then I think it's Brooke who notices that Pedro is missing as well, and Carrot has the big wide anime eyes that we all know. It, the sound sort of fades down as Nami explains off screen and rain starts to fall. There's flashback inside of the raindrops. And I, you know, there's a, there's a subtle story decision here to make it rain when it's sad. Because <laughs> you see, raindrops are a lot like teardrops. I don't know if you've ever considered this that rain isn't rain kind of sad. I think this is a very innovative story decision from it is. And. You know, similar to uh, when the Going Merry cried that its best friends were fighting, the Thousand Sunny was also crying when the Leopard Jaguar, he's a jaguar, right? Well, no, you see, that's the thing. It's a, the boat can't cry. It's simply the rain. But it kind of yeah. looks like it. Yeah. I'm, assu- I'm assuming that's also how Brooke cries. I've never really <laughs> considered Brooke crying before. Until he's, this he's, chunk. He, I think I've seen tears come out of his eyes. Well, he does not Probably. have eyes. He does Tears have come joke. out of his eyes, but he does not have them. Mm-hmm. He should make that joke every time something sad happens and he cries about it. It would cheer me up. <laughs> but yeah, Jinbei keeps them on track and he says, look, stay concentrated. Pedro knew what he was doing. This is his victory that we got away with it. And he says that Luffy immediately sensed that. And that's why he jumped off with Katakuri, which is true. I pointed out Luffy's recognition of that in the last episode. And Jinbei's very cool. That's also a a profound decision, narratively, yeah. from One Piece, is to make Jinbei very cool. In all that time of them just sitting around and grieving, it seems that Big Mom has already caught up with them. And it seems like she's walking on the water at first, but no, she is not the Christ reborn. Uh, there is a candy platform below her made by at least one person's favorite character, Parasparrow. I was, <laughs> I was corrected in the Discord. Thank you for your engagement. He just makes a candy arm, by the way. You did point out that he lost an arm, but he just yeah. makes another. He does the the Okiji, the Okiji yeah. special. He did exactly what I thought he would. He just give himself a candy arm. And, but he says, but the arm will milk whenever I drink tea. It's like, he's your fucking other arm. No, he's, uh, I mean, I guess he's right handed. So maybe that's it. I can drink with my left hand. I'm fine. Are you ambidextrous? I think you might be ambidextrous. And <laughs> Parasparrow isn't. Uh, but anyways, everyone's really sad about the fact that... This, I, I think this scene, too, is also, like, resonated with me. I was like, man, this guy's not even dead. They just grieved Pedro, and he just shows up, and he's like, I still have two arms, even. <laughs> but anyways, we go to an eye catch, we come back, and it seems that Zeus and Prometheus were left behind. I guess... I. Th- I reckon they catch up later, but it's interesting seeing them on the shore here for a minute. Yeah, they're like, we want more of those snacks from the cool orange lady. Yeah. And we then check on Sanji on the flying carpet with Chiffon and Pudding. Pudding is hiding in the front roll of the rug. Later, Sanji does this, but Pudding's doing it to hide from Sanji for now because she is so 
uh, sundere, I believe she, was the word she, you used. She doesn't want people to see them and think that they're together. <laughs> Even though she didn't, I mean, it's obvious, it's, it's funny. I'm not complaining about the logic of it because it's funny, and I understand it's supposed to be funny. It's just like, immediately after this, she's convincing everyone that the marriage went off without a hitch. So. Yeah. <laughs> also, while they're flying over, Chiffon's weirdo dad sees them. He was uh, He's just in a boat, I guess. And I was really hoping I'd remember his name by the time we recorded. And I don't. He is. He does more than I thought he would as a character, period. <laughs> Pound. His name is Pound. Like the cake. That's, you know, that's convenient. Types of cake. Pound, chiffon, Lola. Lola's a cake? No. <laughs> it's just that she was named 400 episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, huh, so many. <laughs> it seems like all, all the girls, like all of her baby girls, all of Big Mom's girls are named after sweets, except for Lola. That's why she likes it the least. <laughs> I think it'd be very funny if canonically it's just that the dad got to pick that name. And that's why also Big Mom hates her so much. It's just like, man, I had such a great thing going. So much consistency and you fucked it up. <laughs> I, I can't simply just rename the child. No, it's like when Caitlyn Jenner changed her name and everyone was like, with a C? Really? Next to all of those Kardashians? <laughs> what else happens in this episode? Oh, we go back to the Luffy fight. And yeah, it's just the mochi is just better in every single way than the rubber. Literally, he just makes several fists appear out of his back and do the Gatling gun. And some random pirates just like... Yeah, I mean, a dozen fists is better than two. Luffy just punches so fast that it seems like he has a dozen fists. Or in the video games, they animate a dozen fists and he's, his arms disappear. His, if you look close, the character model just has like spiky shoulders and then you see a bunch of hands flying. It's an easy but good looking visual effect. Throughout this fight, I was thinking, man, there, there has to be a way. I, I think... I think while in just about every way Katakuri's power is probably stronger, except unless I am proven wrong <laughs> in the next <laughs> chunk of episodes, I don't think he can do a Kong gun. I don't think he can build up tension in his mochi arms like Luffy can. I think no, Luffy has more raw power. the biggest power. difference is <laughs> the, like, yeah, it doesn't really hold tension the same way. He can, but he it can just, like, stretch and reach. Yeah. So conceivably, if Luffy tried hard enough, he could move faster and stronger. It would just... We see him do it with his legs in an episode, and he fucking clocks himself on the roof of the mirror world. <laughs> yeah. Bound Man is more of a tank mode than, yeah. than anything. Although he can go pretty fast with it, with the, the way he builds up the tension in the legs. But yeah, no, I don't think Mochi could do a Red Hawk either. And I'm not even just saying that because it wouldn't mystically light on fire but he also does thor axe or thor something in this and i'm like how he, yeah he does like a thor elephant gun which is weird because i thought thor was that like was from a the, movie the axe with his foot with his giant luffy foot and not because like it was literally a big thundering punch. and lightning in the sky when he did it in the movie is this yeah. the first time i knew it was in a video game is this the first canon appearance of it i think so i can't think of any other time he did it yeah at least strange. with like the lightning Correct us in the Discord if you're, if you're wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he literally says anything you can do, I can do better. I, I joked on Twitter that there should be another musical number there, and l this episode ends with Luffy biting his thumb. <laughs> Not to do gear theory, he's just a big Shakespeare fan. <laughs> there is a musical number in this chunk, though. There is. I was, I was happy about it. 
I do like the musical numbers. Uh, eight fifty-two. Luffy makes two big hands, and Katakuri just makes two even bigger ones. <laughs> and then also because they're mochi, they can sort of dissolve out of a fist and then wrap around Luffy's fist and just kind of throws them around. Luffy does a big foot. Katakuri has a bigger foot. It's a great <laughs> reference to the SpongeBob movie. Bigger boot. We all remember it. <laughs> Shit. We all saw that in theaters, and they didn't have the sound right until ten minutes in. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why I remember that. The only thing I remember about I saw it in the theaters. I just remember being, like, a late showing and being, like, ten years old in a movie theater that's, like, dark because it was the last showing. Like, huh, maybe I should not be here as a ten-year-old. A lot of my, like, when I was in Florida and then... One of the theaters I went to in, in Michigan for a while were in a mall. So they would always be, I'd get out of a late showing and they would just be in a closed mall. And that was Ooh. always so profound to me. <laughs> they didn't have like an outside entrance? No, not in either of the two that I went to. Huh. In, in uh, Leesburg, Florida or uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well, there's a, there's a Planet Fitness in the mall here, but you can't get into it from inside the mall. You have to go up. <laughs> it's only accessible through the outside of the building. Which That's is- funny. Feels even more weird. <laughs> there was a strip mall where I lived in, in Grand Rapids like that, too. There was a bunch of things that didn't you couldn't access the mall from for some reason, whatever reason. I don't know why. Probably some lease agreement. <laughs> but <laughs> whenever something weird happens in a theater like that, I just remember it, I guess. Because I, I also remember seeing Spencer, and they just never turned the lights off. <laughs> I'd be pissed. I almost wondered if it was on purpose for a little while, and then I was pretty sure it wasn't. And just nobody went to say anything. <laughs> they eventually realized it, and I guess they just didn't decide to turn the lights off when they noticed it, because when we were leaving, they gave us all, like, free tickets. They were like, hey, sorry, the lights were on. Here's a ticket for next time. And I'm like, so you noticed and didn't turn them off? <laughs> we get some more bits with pudding. And Sanji. I love all the pudding bits. I never get sick of it. I would watch a whole spin-off sitcom about these two. The the thing I was thinking about through all this is like towards the end is when I realized what makes it really funny is normally Sanji is doing what she does. So and he's just acting like a charming guy. It's almost refreshing to see he's him. Very not normal, be a, yeah. Not see him be a disgusting freak. <laughs> yeah, no, he's it's in it's a great flip of that. And yeah, no, Sanji never really Sanji's very focused, and uh, he takes cooking very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I wrote it somewhere in my notes, but I do love, and I probably said this exact same thing last time when it came up, but I just love that there's this big dramatic problem that can only be solved by Sanji cooking. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a fight. It's running away until Sanji can cook something so good. There, there's ever a true line in a song. Sanji's cooking. It's true. Many you lines know, on that song are true. Mainly Nami being an L.A.D.Y. That's probably the most true statement. <laughs> I mean, I think Sanji does more cooking than Chopper does doctoring, to be honest. Ab- oh, absolutely. How many times has Luffy healed by eating meat, as opposed to <laughs> taking a vitamin? Yeah. Very rarely does Chopper get to doctor, and when he does, it's significant. It's making a vaccine for the people of Zo. but Usopp, ha- how often does Usopp do the marksman thing? I mean, he's, he, like, shoots people with this stuff, but he he doesn't do, like, a specific as a marksman thing that often. Mm-hmm. When he scared Sugar, that was one of them. Um, we, should, we need to rank <laughs> We need to rank the declarative statements. Number one, Nami, L-A-D-Y. Number two, I'd say probably Zoro being, like, a samurai. <laughs> he is. If, uh, we don't know well, that Actually, no, Sanji cooking sure. probably is two. And then Zoro's three. 
Yeah, because I then, I have not been to Wano yet, but I have a feeling that his sword style has strong clashes with the with their sword styles. There, it's hard to say. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Can't wait for uh one of fucking Kaido's guys to have two mouths, so he has four swords. God, that'd be so fucking sick. I hope the Cerberus <laughs> theory is true about Blackbeard, so he can have three swords in his mouth. <laughs> Shit. And then Zoro has to do the fucking Asura's Wrath again. Yeah, cool. What, Usopp and uh, Chopper tied for last? Yeah. Oh, they don't do their thing very often, but they yeah. do it. Does Luffy have one? He's made of rubber. <laughs> well, then that's number one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. oh, <so> Actually... That... <laughs> is he made of rubber more often than Nami is an L.A.D.Y.? We don't know. <laughs> we... we t- we do, jury we, is out on we, whether or not Luffy is made of rubber more. We 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 do not know um how if Nami is a demi at all. We don't know. We do not know. God, what a plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> more like woke piece. <laughs> As people probably say that now that there's trans characters treated like real people in one. <laughs> No, they just, uh, the argument is... They just is, misgender them? It is to... to well, actually, they misgender they, one of them. Yeah, it's just do that, and then also, um, just say, no, it's it's part of the joke. Yeah, I don't know, we'll get into that. There'll be no discourse on the podcast, because we're two adults, but... <laughs> I don't know, so I, uh, we'll, we'll get to those characters eventually. I, I got into some weird corners of the internet while we took a break. <laughs> oh, no. Alright, well... No, no, you, you, you stopped being fascinated with Alex Jones and just started actually listening to what he says. <laughs> yeah. Started buying the, the big brain pills. <laughs> like male force of vitality or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dick pills. Like, that's just what they are. Yeah, there's a before and after picture, but you look the same, just redder. <laughs> yeah. uh, the kitchen. Is it, we're setting up. It's called what is it called? It's called the Sweets Factory. Yeah, where they make this cake. There's 31. The whole cake, 31 chefs. It's like the doctors in uh, Drum <laughs> Island, but for pastry making. So they're they're dispatched. They're sneaking in Sanji. They roll him up in the rug, and we'll see a little bit more of that later. Katakuri gets an update from Paro Sparrow about them uh, tailing the Sunny. We go back to pudding. So what she does here is she says, all right, all these chefs have to come inside one at a time. So and then she changes their memory inside. So that way they think <laughs> that the wedding went fine, but the weather, it rained. And that's what ruined the cake. So she still has the hunger pains. They still have to hurry up and fix it. But none of the, all of them just think that Sanji and Pudding are married and working together. It's their first joint project. And and it backfires because anytime someone says that they're married, she like she it's gets so the hard good. eyes and falls. It's so ground. funny. <laughs> and she's like, I, maybe this is maybe this is what I want, actually. Maybe I'm completely into this. I did at one point write down uh Tradcath pudding. Cause she writes she 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 says something about like, I guess it's fine to not be the one that wears the pants in the relationship. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, and Sanji's just super normal. He just takes cooking very seriously. It's really nice to see him as a regular guy and not a disgusting, like, horned-up freak. Yeah. I sure hope it sticks. Anyway, oh yeah, there's another really funny... I like that Sanji guesses the recipe of the cake by just smelling it. He never tasted it. (laughs) Yeah! It just immediately took me back to him sniffing Perona. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> May I get a whiff? <laughs> Do you think he's also a super taster or just a super sniffer? He's got to be also like a super taster, right? That's just not like worth acknowledging in a world where people can be made of rubber or turn into a cat. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's not really. That's not what they're talking about when the new opening is, says we have superpowers. They're not talking about super tasting. <laughs> they're talking about him lighting his foot on fire. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think about super tasters and not think about the Twitter or Reddit post about the guy who refuses to eat pussy because of it. Um, and there's no way I can hold that in my head at the same time as Sanji. So it's difficult to say. That's fair. He, if he's a su- he's super weird about it. If he's a super taster, <laughs> but, but we'll have to write into the to Otis SDS que- question box. Yeah, uh, may I get a whiff of that cake? Um, he does, and he yeah even guesses like some secret ingredient. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's great, great, great payoff of the hunger pangs and food motivation stuff in this arc as as uh messy as some of it is anyways luffy isn't dead i must have there must have been a he must have fallen down and taken the whole episode to get up because i don't remember saying he was dead but katakuri who at this point i started abbreviating his name to kk in my notes so if you want to picture kk slider doing all this that's fine <laughs> oh kk slider dresses katakuri would look sick katakuri's got a sick fit he's he really is throwing a fit in this whole fucking thing I love that. I love the scarf look, which has a me- a purpose. We'll learn in this <laughs> trunk, but also just in general. No, it's a great. It's a great outfit. I love the spurs as well. Great foley work done by by the team. Uh, he unloads a big rain of fists, <laughs> and we see two weirdo long neck people who are gonna. They found some mirrors under the sunny. They're gonna shoot some fire arrows into there. Luffy tries to punch and break them, but he can't. And that goes right into the next episode, eight fifty three. Where Katakuri's like, no, I'm going to defend my siblings from you. So he grabs the gum gum pistol like out of the fucking air. And the fire arrows start to go through, start to light the sunny on purpose and uh, or on fire. Obviously, it's on purpose. They're bad guys. <laughs> but Luffy finds a mirror shard on the floor from the mirror he broke and uses it to get a hold of Nami and warns them. And they can only do so much about it because Big Mom's right behind them. It is interesting. They, they catch up so fast. They, they, I don't know how far the Kuda burst goes. I don't know if they ever put a number on it, but it was a kilometer. Okay, so they go far. They go a kilometer, no longer than eyesight eye of the shore they were just at. And in the time it takes to say Pedro died and grieve, she's already right there. And then they're the exact same distance from each other for the <laughs> for like two episodes. <laughs> um, I mean, she does catch up. They do a cool wave thing with it, but really like that scene. But uh, I don't know. Luffy wants him to break all the mirrors, and Nami's like, "How will you get back?" Then he's like, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll totally figure it out." And eventually they do. Not right away. We go back to some cooking again. I would just watch a whole show that's them cooking. Oh, and okay, maybe maybe it's not a whole episode. Maybe she does just catch up really quickly. And I exaggerated for the sake of a joke. I've never done that <laughs> on this podcast before. I apologize. Big Mom catches up. She makes a big wave, homie. The homie big wave. Hell yeah. And Nami's like, I think we might be dead here. I don't know how we get out of this one. And I really like that their first time up against an emperor, they're just running away. Like, obviously there never really was a plan to take on Big Mom. And you're watching this knowing that she's in other arcs. So obviously you're not thinking, well, secretly they're going to fight Big Mom. Maybe people 
when this was publishing for the first time, thought Luffy was just going to fight Big Mom here, and it was going to be a big deal. But I do like that they get there and just run, <laughs> have to run away. Yeah, it's, knowing how uh, Shonen works, it's it's very easy to go in thinking, oh, well, they don't plan to, but Luffy will end up beating her. Yeah, and fucking no, they don't. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> She's too strong, too big. Even when there is a whole subplot with Gang, where it's like, we can use this circumstance to break through her defenses that just completely fails and then she ends up getting the hunger pangs anyway after the cake falls down um which is also kind of a good device because then you don't have her actually trying to fight them anymore the same way it's a little she's a little compromised there the fight that luffy does have he's still like ridiculously struggling with like yeah is this the first person with a bounty over a billion that he's fighting probably i think so i don't i mean asterisk Shishibukai don't have bounties, but yeah. maybe Doflamingos might have been. But anyways, really getting his ass handed to him by Katakuri in this chunk. So what happens here, though, is with this big wave is Jinbei pulls off the coolest helmsman shit in the world. And he like grabs all the ropes to the mast. I don't know. There's words. I don't know these things, despite <laughs> how many pieces of pirate media I take in. No idea. I should know, but I don't. I, I, I should and I don't. And But he's like, Nami says that he's able to control it as if it were a limb, which is a great description of it. <laughs> but he, just, he turns the ship back towards the wave and everyone's like, what are you doing? And he's like, just hold on. And he like times it. He goes under the wave right as it like the crest of it, the top of it hits the water. And they just, Big Mom's like, cool, got him. They sunk. And Paris Bear is <laughs> like, cool. She thinks the cake is with them so i guess i get away with my lie but what's actually happening is that the ship is like in the the circle there he calls it the green room because i guess the light going through the water makes everything look green that's what happens on screen that's that don't remember that from lilo and stitch where they surf in the (laughs) middle of the wave that's what they're doing they're surfing in the middle of the wave with the uh with the thousand sunny it's very cool i love jinbei very very much and the dramatic cliffhanger in this episode is nami breaking all the mirrors but how's Luffy going to get back? Oh, bah, 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 I don't know. Uh, I mean, they explain it in the next episode, 854. <laughs> they're like, just find a way to get to Kakao Island, because that's where we're going with the, the whole cake subplot. Because, yeah. yeah, there's more mirror breaking in this episode. And there's a minute where Brulee is like, oh, I guess it happened because they sunk. <laughs> I guess that made the water pressure yeah. broke all the mirrors. Because that's the thing. is All the, all the big mom pirates are communicating over snail, so... <laughs> It's, it's difficult to hide information. Luffy has to, like, run away with his shard of mirror to make the Cacao Island plan. And then, of course, Brulee overhears it. She controls the mirrors. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she's tapped the lines. She is the lines. Yeah. But anyways, that's the plan. Eventually, Katakuri catches up and, like, trips him into Mochi and traps him. Gets kicked in the goddamn stomach so hard he flies across the room. I like the mirror world and that it... I it never matters where they are. There is no sense of place. There's just they fly and then it all looks the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Uh, we talked a lot about how the sense of place was miserable in Dress Rosa, <laughs> and I feel like Whole Cake and to an even greater extent Wano is just so much bigger that it doesn't really have that problem. Yeah, it's like oh they're in a field and they're running towards this forest and then they're in the ocean for a while. And they're going that direction. With the mirror world, it's just a ba- it's just a background to a fight, pretty much. And it's it's 
pretty easy. Like it's very easy to keep track of the information of like what's happening and the visual information is not contradictory or lackluster the way that like the way that dress rosa is lined up i feel like i should be able to tell where people are going or where because it's like lined up in like these they they rearrange all the important spots into like one spot and then i'm like i can't tell where they are there are no <laughs> visual landmarks mise-en-scene toei animation and i don't know maybe some of that's the panels they're adapting but anyways I think the it's not it's not that these arcs fix it, it's that they <laughs> get around the problem altogether. <laughs> they just avoid it. Katakuri reveals that he has a lance hidden in his arm. That's cool. It's very cool. It's a it's a fucking sick looking thing. Absolutely fits his vibe. <laughs> More Logia guys need to just keep shit inside them to pull out in a fight. It's awesome. Absolutely, your body is a pocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should be taking advantage of that. And yeah, no, it's cool. And it yeah, it matches up. I I feel like it'd be pretty easy for a character to reveal they have a weapon halfway through and me think, Ugh, didn't need that. Yeah. It fits Katakuri so goddamn it well. Does. He also then does the JoJo thing. He knows what Luffy's gonna say before he says it. <laughs> Goes fully into uh to the Joseph Joestar bit. I don't remember what he says. Something about beating him, I'm sure. But. Except he actually knows what he's going to say. He's not making an educated guess. He knows because he can see into the future. Yeah, no, the, the hockey is so good. I just think it's funny that that guy, that bit of <laughs> being, is in this arc, which we yeah. have compared so much to JoJo in terms of powers. <laughs> yeah. uh, we go back to Montdor, who's kind of just a middle manager for the rest of this arc, and he's very, very stressed out about everything as well. <laughs> He's, he's just a scarecrow man named after cheese, and he's just like a central hub of information. He's not he's not actively doing any of the chasing or the plots. He's he's literally trying to keep the books. The joke is that his power is has to do with books, which is I, don't, I wish the book thing connected with the scarecrow thing or the cheese thing. It really doesn't, but also <laughs> yeah. reveals he's a, a great artist in this. He draws a picture of Big Mom, and then it comes to life. <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah. I which guess is that also is a how... JoJo power. <laughs> I I I, uh, I didn't realize what was going on there. Now I do. I was just like, all right, they've just got really cool miniatures. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which now that I've, I I compared it to a JoJo thing, but now I'm realizing it's too similar. Also to maybe the Kanjuro's power. Oh yeah. I, I I guess it's just books. It's I mean, maybe the picture can't get that far from the book as opposed <laughs> to Kanjuro's thing. Anyways, thank God he's not a good artist. He's way too powerful. Anyways, Mondor is talking about trusting. You know, the the Big Mom family to finish off the Straw Hats mentions that Jerma has almost been beaten as well. And then we go check on the Jerma fights. There's not much of them in this chunk. We do see them uh, victorious, though. They do stop the Big Mom pirates. Spoilers. Um, But yeah, we see the Green Boy fight and he's fighting the guy that shoots fireballs from his sleeves. He reveals he has a weird mouth. Maybe he's related to. Well, they're all related. Maybe he's Katakuri. Maybe they have the same dad. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of theories about dads <laughs> in the Big Mom Pirates, because there's only one that we know for sure. And he's the 25th dad. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> to hear Elvin later call him ex-stepdad. It's just, it's very <laughs> yeah. funny. But yeah, no, a lot of people wonder, you know, like, try to guess who, if different characters' dads are characters that we know. Mm. I don't think any of them have been confirmed either way. It's just a fun speculation thing as far as i know what if katakuri's full name is katakuri d charlotte or charlotte d katakuri i mean maybe i don't know if he has a d it, it, it for a second i thought maybe he had to conquer his hockey which is separate but 
Um, still, I don't know. The D stuff's weird. I have to imagine we're gonna know about it soon. There was a there was an Oda letter where it was like, "All right, this last stretch of One Piece, the final saga. I'm gonna reveal all my secrets." <laughs> so I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna know what the D means, I guess, eventually." Which well, is interesting. I I almost don't want to know. There's so many things that I'm like, I don't need to know, but also I'm like, well, I guess it can't end without knowing. <laughs> I just have to trust Oda, but also I guess the other question is how long has he known? Has he known? There's a lot of yeah things that are fun to look back on when you know that, especially lately. Anyways, nothing has happened in the manga in the past year. Don't worry. No, I'm sure. No, it's been on break actually. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we go back to the Luffy fight. It is very um very funny. Katakuri says one of the hardest lines I think that I can think of from this show. Other than I mean, like obviously the number one would be. Zoro saying nothing happened, but <laughs> Katakuri says most deaths come unwillingly, and it's just a very, it's a, it's a very hard line, but also I can imagine it being a punchline from, like, Norm MacDonald. Someone was like, <laughs> yeah. killed against his mother. Most deaths come unwillingly. Yeah. But. That's the bit I think of the most from his, is like, the man's heart attacked and killed him. <laughs> Your own heart can attack and kill you. <laughs> Oh, now I want I, I want a sick fucking like black and white dramatic shirt of, of Katakuri, and coming out of his back is Mochi, and it's making most deaths come unwillingly, but in like death metal death, death metal fought. Yeah, God, that'd be sick. <laughs> Bru Lee says uh, hypes up her brother Katakuri. She talks about how he's never laid down once in his life. Yeah, but he was bored. He <laughs> hopped right up onto his feet. He's so He's, cool. <laughs> my big brother, which that's the thing, is like, I don't even care if it's what was true. It's immediately pretty quickly shown to be kind of not true. But like, <laughs> yeah. even if it was true, it's such a fun, like, my big brother can beat up your big brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, well, I, I, mean, okay. I mean, currently, yes, but... um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, he's six feet under, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't, that'd be an interesting fight, too. What, yeah, could the, you burn the mochi? <laughs> The the thing that uh was getting me about this uh because I'm I know it's a cartoon for children but uh, and she's like a witch coded like a witch and so my brain just thinks old but I'm like she's got to mm-hmm. be the older sister right she's got to be older than Katakuri no doesn't she call him big bro she does that's what the thing is I was just thinking Katakuri's forty eight okay never mind <laughs> oh, but he looks so good for his age. Bizarre. She's 43, okay. <laughs> Especially considering how much carbs and sugar he takes on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't I guess he is carbs and sugar. Damn. That's I'm true. sitting here thinking about how does he keep that that like <laughs> that tone? There's no way he does enough cardio to cut. Well, that's but... how he that's how he recharges later that we'll see. I know, but still like he's never in a cutting phase. <laughs> it seems like he's bulking all the time. <laughs> he, he just he just has to make the mochi look like muscle. That's true. I guess you could make your body look like whatever you want if you're made of a goop. Damn. I should be made of goop. <laughs> Gotta check that out. Gotta get on the... <laughs> the devil fruit train. Yeah. Bodybuilding subreddit. How do I become goop? Apparently it's eat donuts every day. Uh, Luffy, yeah, does some punches and Katakuri just grabs us, swings him into the wall. <laughs> oh, we do it he's trying to punch Brutally. That's it. And he's like, how dare you? So he can spin the lance super fast, is how it seems to interact with his mochi arm holding it. And uh, he just barely misses, I guess. 
Yeah. Brulee reveals that she heard the Cacao Island meetup plan and reports it to Pero Sparrow. And he's like, oh, that's great. Um, even though they're not going to get there because the Thousand Sun is super dead. And now that she has no moving target to follow, she's like, hmm, an island made of nuts. That sounds <laughs> scrump. That's and where the she, cake's going to be. Yeah, Nutland. Have we pointed out the, the top hat on the big nut? Uh, I, I don't think so, but that's very, very funny. funny. <laughs> it's great. Predates baby nut, I believe. <laughs> I think so, yeah. That wasn't that like a right. that was like an early pandemic thing, wasn't it? It was uh pre-pandemic in quotes. It was leading up to the Super Bowl. Okay, so it was that's why I think of it because there must have just been a lot of. It just felt like a time where truly no one could have possibly had the <laughs> the the energy to care about a new baby advertising. It, it was a uh, post Baby Yoda fever mm-hmm. and Baby Sonic. So. There was there was the, 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 well, the last movie to ever screen in theaters. Sonic the Hedgehog oh, yeah. had, had baby, baby Sonic. Sonic. I literally, for a second, I had to double check my memory bank to make sure that wasn't a Sonic Two thing because yeah. it feels like a classic. Oh well, babies are all in now. We gotta yeah. put them in the sequel. But no, they nailed that the first time. I'm trying to think, there was something else. I saw some headline about popular thing sequel will have baby version of blank in it, and now I can't remember. Maybe it's um, Top Gun Three has baby Tom Cruise. <laughs> I was trying to think of what the funniest answer could be, but you know what? I don't go to movie theater enough. I don't Damn. know movies. I know bad movies. Can't even make that joke about, like, I was like, what's a big canonical movie? And I was like, can't make that joke about 2001 because it ends with a baby. They did nail it in the first one. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get baby Thanos. Oh, my God. Remember the One Piece ending that had all the, like, toddler versions? Yes. That was in the end of the, the movie. That one was very good. That was pretty sick. Where were we? God. Um, oh, Nutland. Yeah. The land that would kill you instantly. <laughs> it would. That's all I think about. I just start I start going into anaphylaxis like watching it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I ate some peanuts watching it. <laughs> Love to snack on nuts. But anyways, that's basically the end of that episode. Luffy's... It, it, there's more Luffy dodging. It can't hit back. Blah, blah, blah. 8.55. Still Luffy running. He talks about how he's getting tired because when he punches... He either dodges or his hockey doesn't do anything because Katakuri's hockey is stronger. And Katakuri agrees that he's being tired out because he's not used to people dodging him. This is the, <laughs> essentially the hardest he's had to, to try as well. Which is interesting because he has like three more levels of powerful moves to pull out in a little bit. Surely you have fought harder fights than this. <laughs> I guess he's 48, so he might have been around when different things were happening pre- Gold Roger's death. Anyways, Luffy gets like pinned down. He almost gets stabbed at the lance, but he stops it with his feet. And it's like a noise category. He's like, well, that's a stupid way to fight. <laughs> like, he's like, fight me honorably with your fists rather than grab something with your feet. And uh, he immediately is like, all right. And he turns the ground into flowing mochi. We're, we're already at the awakening. Yeah. He's like, Don't oh, go- fuck, Del Flamingo did that. He's like, well, fucking course my power's awakened. I have a bounty over a billion. <laughs> He's 48. Yeah. Is Luffy still 22 or whatever? <laughs> I think, yeah, he's around there. Um, his brain isn't even fully developed yet. <laughs> his brain isn't even, like, seven. No! <laughs> it's made of rubber, and he, that's the one rubber he doesn't know how to, like, stretch. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a brain point. <laughs> yeah. Third, he should do third gear into his brain. <laughs> 
one of these days. That'd be oh, that's a that's probably a rejected gag for a movie where Luffy goes like brain point with third gear third, and then he says something really smart, and they're all like, "What did?" You? They're like all panicking, and then he goes back to normal. And he's like, "I don't know what you guys are talking about. What's going on?" It would have to be pre time skip because it would be that that joke has to land oh. with him deflating and then being very small. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Uh, speaking of gears, he does finally go gear four, uh, or he's about to, um, he's like trapped in the flowing mochi and he's like, all right, guess I'll do gear four. He doesn't actually get to that. He's trapped too well. Um, he's smart because he's like, Hey, fuck you. Like, I'm not going to let you, you're blowing air into your arm. I'll just rip your arm <laughs> off or something. I'm not going to let you power up. I know better. <laughs> yeah. So there's a big, you know, cutaway in between this. It ends with, uh, Luffy not being able to do that, but First, we see Mont Dor. Uh, he's not able. He's like, why can't we find the Straw Hats? He's because like, they. Uh, this was set up before with the territory radar slugs that float down in the water. None of them seem to be working. That's set up later. That, that's set up now, and maybe you put it together before it's obviously revealed. It wouldn't be that hard to remember, but that there's <laughs> the Sun Pirates uh, in the were previously here, but. Also, they hint at it with uh, in the last chunk when Chopper's like, is that a mermaid? They just go on a bit about mermen underwater for a long time. And it's like, well, couldn't be the Sun Pirates because they definitely left. Yeah, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, fuck, the Sun Pirates are probably helping. <laughs> when when uh, Chopper did that thing, I thought he was just being dumb and they saw the monster underwater. But <laughs> now it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think uh, this is around where I just kind of stopped watching for a long time. For no real reason, I just I think it was just how often I had to watch it for the podcast. I was bad at catching up, and I probably I mean I was also probably doing like eight other fucking things, but <laughs> it, it was it worked out pretty well that I did entirely forget the Sun Pirates were <laughs> even in this arc by the time that I uh, got around to the reveal. Peckham's is crying over Pedro's uh, tragic death. Peckham's who calls Pedro a big bro, and uh, I think it's. Tom, yeah, Tamago finds it shocking. He's like, I remember that guy begging for his life, and he so willingly sacrificed it now for Luffy. Are we underestimating Luffy, what he's capable of? And I, uh, this draws attention to something that I really like about the way One Piece is written and Luffy is characterized. And I don't know how much, I mean, obviously I'm giving credit to the thing that they're blatantly spelling out in dialogue. <laughs> but it is less about Luffy planning and getting everyone to work together so much as... The odd number of things that coincidentally line up in his wake, the number of things that all get on the same page at the same time because he's there. <laughs> that sort of, you know, shaking hands with the line from Marine Ford of he can make anyone his ally if he tries. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah, this thing. It's like it's not that he came here and was like, all right, I'm teaming up with this other warlord and the Sun Pirates, and we're going to pull this big thing on Big Mom's pirates. It just came here for one thing. And all these other people are like, well, with Luffy here, maybe this happens. And it did. It's great. I love Luffy. Co controversial opinion for for fans of this series, but Luffy's pretty good. He's pretty cool. I like him. And he's real and he's my friend. <laughs> and then we check on, uh, speaking of people who have conveniently followed in the wake of Luffy's actions, we check on Gang Beje, who is escaping some of the Tarte chips and he... Turns around and shoots at them and then turns around again and runs away. And <laughs> it works. They lose him. And his ship doesn't really use sails the same way, though. It has, like, these big, uh... It has the marine technology 
on the calm belt, the big um, belts. Yeah. Whatever, that's purely a term for it. Not my boat terminology is fucking failing me. Oh, they, yeah, then they mention the slug again. And then we get some more fights from the Jerma boys. And I was curious about this. What's your investment with Jerma at this point? We got the closure with Sanji. And obviously, I, I don't imagine you think that we're never going to see them again. That their arc is entirely over. Because One Piece is, is, is too big. Yeah. But like, do you care? I guess is the question. How? What? What is your? I almost kept forgetting about them when I wasn't <laughs> checking on them. Hey, when they're not on screen, I'm asking, who is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sanji has siblings. Someone came up to me and cut the memory out of the out of my head. <laughs> I don't know why we need to keep seeing them fight. I guess it's cool to know that they're still like helping out even after they push back Big Mom. Well, right now they're just defending their own fucking turf. Yeah, I, I guess it's like. Would I think less of Whole Cake for just not showing them again? Like, uh, probably, because it's a thread that it's set up and yeah. I guess needs to clear out in some way. But it is interesting every time it cut back, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I was just curious where where you are at with, with that. Oh, they, they look cool. I mean, they're... <laughs> they're Power Rangers! They're, 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 yeah, they're a Sentai group. It's awesome. And I mean, I'm hoping at the end of Whole Cake, uh, Sanji will introduce me to his sister. <laughs> so I, I'm really pulling for them to make it out okay. Even though I was playing One Piece Part Warriors, and she is awful to play as. <laughs> I don't really like the Sky types very much. She she attacks too slow. And I don't like that in a game where you're surrounded by thousands of people. Yeah, it's tough. Um, you kind of need to be incredibly strong and incredibly fast which is why katakuri is broken <laughs> he's, he's extremely tall and he's ridiculously fast but uh it's uh it's fun i like uh i like them i it'd be cool to see them again put them in like a movie or like a filler arc or something i don't, I don't care if they're like i can't see like what kind of realistic impact they have on the story i mean i hope to see they we get some kind of them being like thanks sanji even though we still don't like you because we're genetically fucked up <laughs> <laughs> That it's very hard to be invested in a character with that fact about yeah, them. It's like Razor's the only one who like is coded with anything to give a shit because we know she's the only one who isn't. She just has to act like she is because otherwise she'll get pushed out too. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting idea, and obviously I like what all the drama stuff is fundamentally about and what service it has at, for the for the story. And how it recontextualizes several things with Sanji. But then after you get that closure, it's like, well, now we just have three guys who suck. <laughs> yeah. Plus they're depressed. Yeah, because yeah, they have nothing. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember the scene where they were like, yep, I guess everything is worthless. And they just kind of laugh. It's the end of fucking Mouth of Madness. It's just laughing at <laughs> yeah. de- depravity. But yeah, I don't know. It's we're, We'll see them one more time in this chunk and then... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I did, uh, someone did point out to me on Twitter. Let me pull it up real quick and I can. Yeah, they started doing cover stories with them and Caesar. (laughs) Yes, because I I mentioned how good Caesar would be for cover stories and someone sent me a picture of them being, I guess, yeah, he gets gets captured by Jerma after this. He fails to get away, which is good. I don't think Caesar works with freedom fundamentally as a character. (laughs) No. <laughs> that was well, uh well he went back to his home planet <laughs> yeah twitter user just a joe star thank you i wonder what i mean this is chapter 1052 that wasn't that long ago that's pretty recent and it looks like yeah. their whole cake yeah this is definitely a, the whole cake setting so making the way back home maybe he listens do you think oda listens to the podcast um 
Yes, just like when uh, Triple H used to listen to my wrestling podcast, Oda Mm -hmm. listens to uh, our podcast. Yeah. Trying to think. It'd be funny to go back to some of our older episodes. Uh, Not really, because they're bad, probably. But, (laughs) like, it's... It would be interesting to compare some stupid jokes we've made back when, like... And just, like, compare it to some of the shit that's been revealed in the more recent time. I don't know. Um, Don't listen to our old episodes. (laughs) <laughs> don't listen to our new episodes yeah so Jerma's still around shame I don't really know anyone who's a big Jerma stan interacted with plenty of people deeply invested in characters who exclusively do fucked up bad shit yeah but I don't know if Jer- I, I've never seen Jerma be among them they don't have the charisma that Doflamingo has Montdor gets a report that uh, Jerma has been defeated and then we see that it's the uh, the blue brother who is the, not the blues brothers but the blue man from the group is making this report and i guess he can just fake voices of whatever throat he grabs yeah <laughs> first, <not? laughs> ti- first time we've seen it but he's not using his own voice and it's clear he's doing that is i think it- this might it sounded like zorro a little bit i wonder if it's that voice actor just coming in doing a flyer but the the thing that i thought about it like i caught on what he was doing but i was thinking i haven't heard him talk enough to know whether or not he's using someone else's voice actually <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it right away, but that's because I thought it sounded like Zoro. Um, but yeah, cool. Guess Jerma won. Don't know where Judge is. It's just the kids. But I don't know. I'm sure we'll see him again before the arc's over. Uh, all right. Luffy's going to do gear four and win. Yay. Just kidding. He can't get out of the mochi. Nearby, we see some whole cake people watching a clock, but it's clearly in the mirror world. They're little chef people. But Katakuri just turns like a bunch of the walls into like drops, like goopy mochi and just brings them all down onto luffy while he's trapped and just is like suffocate under this sorry i I, like he doesn't feel like it's an honorable way to fight but he's just like sorry i'm running late for something i gotta go (laughs) to be continued will luffy suffocate under an edible substance who knows surely um we'll we'll see how he fares in a little bit but (laughs) 856 we have a new opening we do we we talk about how do you like it i think the song bangs i forgot how much it banged until i heard it again I'm I'm very just kind of like eh on the song. It's all right. Yeah, it's a, I also I like the song, but I think there's some whenever it hangs on a visual for a couple seconds, I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's this is the whole like it doesn't move as fast as a lot of these openings do. Yeah. The uh <laughs> However, some of the shit that's in the visuals are like holy there's, fuck. There's some new stuff <laughs> hinted at in here. Yes, we um and there's a lot of normal stuff in it. We see Monster Chopper fighting Big Mom. God, yeah, that's fucking hard. We so there's a nice scene of Sanji and Pudding with a bunch of like memory film behind them. Yeah. Carrot's super normal. Yeah, you know, there's um I was like, huh, what's going on there? And then in like the one of the last episodes, I'm like Oh fuck! That's what that's hinting at. Oh no! Uh, yeah, she asks if there's if it's a full moon. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh shit! I forgot. I, I have to. I it's, I can't help but think about Toho whenever I think about that trope of like <laughs> bunnies and the moon. It's a cultural thing with uh, Japan. I, yeah, I know, but like I, my first exposure to it was Toho, <laughs> so that's oh, that's where yeah. I go back to mentally. Oh, I yeah, regress. That's fair. To 16. You know, that's the, that's a missed thing here, because the thing, it, the, like, folklore is that bunnies are making mochi on the moon, and... Damn, it all connects! <laughs> she's, she's, does not interact with Katakuri enough. 
Uh, she punched him once and immediately got bodied in the last <laughs> jump. But yeah, she didn't. She didn't. That was before the moon was was set up. But yeah, that's it. Jinbei still not in the group lineup. Gonna have to send some letters to the editor on that one. <laughs> um, Luffy's making a big deal out of focusing. Uh, they hide Katakuri's face. They hide Luffy's gear for some reason. And they also hide, uh, oh, well, I'm skipping something. They hide, uh, Big Mom for a thing, too. Well, I do like that there's some focus on the Straw Hats who aren't here. Uh, we see Sanji with the cake. We also see some new Egg Girl <laughs> in the Miro world. But yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, was what, what else did you want to touch on that you would refer to as some shit? Mostly just seeing a monster point chopper fighting Big Mom. That's sick as fuck. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> also, whoever that girl is, uh, I, I don't know. I like her. She looks cool. Egg girl? <laughs> Very fun. Yeah, she's she's a little stinker. <laughs> she's she's one, one of those perpetual pouts. I was thinking about this. I, I was thinking about, like, man, Oda's really just kind of gotten better and better at just designing characters. He's still bad about women being jokes when they're <laughs> yeah <laughs> overweight um that never goes away but it is interesting like, there's so many recent characters and i'm like damn that's a good design like, i think about how much i like katakuri especially never lost it but anyways yeah a bunch of stuff hidden in shadow and as we see in a couple like the next episode uh they unshadow it once it's on screen so we'll we, we see katakuri's mouth after it's revealed in uh this episode speaking of katakuri yeah he has a secret he has to attend to now that Luffy's super dead. The little chefs come over. No, not Remy from Ratatouille, but different little chefs come over and are like, he, what's the word they use? Merienda? It's a light afternoon snack for like Southern Europe, Spain, Portugal, and Italy. Mm, that makes and, sense. As well as countries those nations have colonized. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Including whole cake, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they come over with a wheelbarrow full of donuts, and <laughs> I like that they're like, "Sorry, sorry, dude, the uh, the tea got hot, got cold." He's like, "Iced tea's fine." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then they do this whole bit about how good the donuts are. Like they hype up each different one they made. One of them is made with Opera's cream, which I wouldn't have assumed was good. But I guess when you have a whole pirate crew and they're all food powers. I guess you kind of hope they're good. It's just the one guy with the <laughs> makes things cake knife didn't taste good. I don't know. Again, yeah, I don't. I don't buy that he looks this good with the sugar intake. But still, <laughs> he makes a shrine out of mochi, and he goes in there to eat. He doesn't want anyone to see him when he does it. See, what I thought when I, did that, I thought he was just being like dramatic because it's funny. But he is he, being dramatic, I, but less because it's is. funny, and well, it still is funny, but more for like a actual reason. No, he takes it very, he takes it deathly seriously. Yeah. He's very dramatic about it, but it is a funny conceit um, <laughs> that he needs complete privacy to enjoy his, his donuts. And we'll see a couple reasons why. Luffy's mochi tomb starts to shake after this happens, and he, he eats his way out. Of course he does. Hang on, so why do I have to eat shit when I fight everyone here? It's awful. Yeah, I can't believe Luffy's sick of eating. <laughs> That's the character development. But yes, he's like, where's Katakuri? He's like, is he in there? He can sense him. He says he can sense that he's there with his hockey. And then he's like, actually, I just smell donuts. So I guess they're in there. 
and he runs away, and they're like, huh, he's running away, but then he runs back around, so I guess this is a circular place. He runs back. I didn't even mention that he was all puffed up from eating the mochi, but he comes back, and he's back to normal, so he's like, I ran the weight off, which is always a funny joke with Luffy. <laughs> uh, and then he just punches the shrine. He breaks it open. It seems like Katakuri's secret's gonna be revealed after the break. <laughs> not for the podcast. I'm not putting any commercial in here. But it, it doesn't eye catch. Uh, Sanji's cooking. Oven is starting to arrive at uh, Cacao Island. Oven, I, I, it's interesting how Oven gets more involved here in this, but he's not the brother I would have expected to. It was His power is heat, which is distinct from both lava and fire. Yep. <laughs> also distinct. For, he, I, this is the fruit that Sanji should get. Imagine how, uh, how good his Diaboli Jambi would be. If he could just, he didn't have to spin to heat up, even though he already doesn't, and I don't understand it. Anyways, let's go back to Luffy. Katakuri's secret, I mean, he contains multitudes. He <laughs> hides his, he can, he hides both, I'm saying both, it's three things. He's hiding his mouth being, I don't even want to say silly. He's got like pointy teeth. He, and he kind of has the Joker Glasgow smile thing going on. Yeah, and his mouth gets big when he's uh, eating all these donuts too. And he's laying back, relaxing, also a thing he's hiding. And he also has this little song about how much he likes donuts. <laughs> he's just like me, holy fucking shit. I, I love I, donuts I, so much. La- last time when you said that you got donuts and you were like, oh, it reminded me of this arc because Big Mom likes sweets. It took me a second. I was like, oh, we haven't gotten to the donuts yet. <laughs> and guess what? I got donuts this morning, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love donuts. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, If I could eat donuts all the time and look like Hedda Curry, I would. That's the thing. <laughs> That's See, why I'm so critical of his of his bulking and cutting ratio. He, here's the secret. I just wear large shirts because all of it goes to my belly and no one can see my weird toddler belly, but I still have like cut arms. Yeah. <laughs> By oh, cut, well, I, I mean my arm stopped being noodles because I'm pushing 30. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> you gotta get but, lifting. You gotta get into that lift routine, bro. The uh, I'll get the, you down totally safe forums about bodybuilding. The uh, specific thing that I need to point out that he said, at least on my sub subtitles, he said, "Delicious to the whole donut." Yes, he, sir, he specifically says it to the whole. I know what you are saying, sir, but fix your phrasing. <laughs> delicious, delicious whole. Other thing, he looks like Melina from Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, with the weird math. Yeah, maybe they're maybe she's a Charlotte. You never know. Oh fuck, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I I was I didn't think about watching, but now like talking about this, it's definitely because Big Mom is like you have a fucked up mouth, you fucking freak. Like she was doing the pudding's eye, huh? Like probably, probably I I think that's why he's insecure about the laying down thing too. Probably is that the way too, that yeah. his siblings talk him up. He feels like he can't let him down. Yeah. I mean, it's played as as joke here and later it'll be played as manliness when he re- refuses to fall on his back when he actually takes a punch <laughs> takes a fucking mean bump yeah it's fucking cool i love it but yeah no it, i i would imagine it ha- like i i get the same sort of idea that it is sort of the expectations that family has put onto each other both a big mom saying you disgusting freak and uh <laughs> The sibling saying he's so cool. He's like, well, I have to be cool and I have to hide that I'm a freak. It sucks that Luffy is 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 the last person who will say he's got a cool mouth. So Luffy should be like, wait, you're a fucked up monster. Join my crew. <laughs> <laughs> they they need a Loki user. Come on. Yeah, maybe one of these days. <laughs> I don't know. Get the get the cool uh, sugar cowboy. Yeah. At this point, it's I don't know. Is it more likely that 
Smoker will just be around. The other thing, too, is I'm like, they've just gotten so strong. I, I can't reasonably believe that Smoker can even remotely keep up with them anymore. Dude, Smoker's Awakening would be fucking sick. <laughs> what? It turns everything into smoke? He turns, like, the air around into smoke. Like, everything. God, yeah. <laughs> so if they're, like, suffocating and also can't see. He just becomes Caesar Clown, but without the poison. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. That'd be cool. <laughs> just everyone starts coughing. <laughs> everyone becomes instantly cooler because they start smoking. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Smoker was was dragging behind even in Punk Hazard, but that might have been the the cap on that uh, that thread of the 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 Luffy Smoker thing. But anyways, I don't know. There's a lot of people who are like, well, surely he's got to have some big important Marine uh, that acts as his sort of Garp figure that Roger had, and I don't know if that's Smoker <laughs> at this point. But maybe I don't know. Smoker's been around a long time. Luffy doesn't like laugh at him or anything. He's just Katakuri's just embarrassed, and he doesn't let. Apparently, no one who sees him like this gets to live. I guess because he like kills all the ships. I thought it was Conqueror's hockey being used, but I'm not sure because they didn't pass out. They're just like frozen and running away, and then he comes over and murks <laughs> one. So here's the other thing. He like levels up his hockey. I guess I don't remember what does he call it. His arms become cubed. Yeah. Not sure how that works, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just cube stronger than round, I guess. Uh. It's more like solid. I guess, yeah. Is it just density? The density of the hockey? I guess I could pretend to understand that. Uh, but Luffy's able to dodge some of these attacks. Uh, his observation... And, like, also hit him back at the same time. It's Luffy's observation, I think, is you know, getting a little honed by this fight, and also Katakuri has thrown off his groove. Both are, I would say, equally important uh, to this chunk of the fight where Luffy gets some 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 hits in. But he goes gear fourth, and he finally lands a big attack. He lands a big Kong gun, which is a, the cliffhanger. Go into the next episode, 857. The opening now shows Katakuri's mouth, and we pick up where we left off the Kong gun, which launches Katakuri across the dang fucking mirror world. It's cool. It is. I hope you. I hope you cheered. Uh, of course, I. I get. I get too vocal watching anything because uh, my life is uh, a mess. Just watching Evangelion two point two two with a girl. By the end of the movie, I'm just like fucking like up out of my chair, vibrating, yeah, flexing. <laughs> the 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 gif of whatever the dumb kid's name from My Hero Academia is vibrating. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's exciting to see Luffy do the big punch. Yeah. We get a flashback to training some hockey stuff. L- Luffy sort of realizes that, like, it's not that the mochi is so strong. Like, the, it's not that the mochi is the reason he's able to dodge over the attacks. It's just the hockey. Uh, he says that in Gear 4, his hockey can match Katakuri's. And, yeah, so Katakuri's flying back from this attack. And, yeah, he refuses to lay down or fall flat in a fight. So he slams his head back, turns it into, like, a fucked up backflip, as we said, uh, a minute ago, a rough bump, but cool. I think I think it's you know it's it's simultaneously a little goofy, but I think it's just a cool character trait. It is. Where he would yeah. rather do more damage to himself than uh, have to stand up off the ground like that. But after this, he uh, goes back to dodging. I I must have not written that Luffy landed a bunch of hits because he does land some good hits before this happens. Yeah, Re- really gets in like the Culverin stuff, and but af- after the head thing is when. Katakuri kind of gets back to focusing. He gets his groove back. And now he's back to dodging. And now he does the thing that's really just a fucked up level up power. Where he 
like he, the floor is mochi, I guess, for a little bit, and then he some of it flies up into the air and forms a circle. He makes the donut out of mochi, and then just giant fists can come out of them. They're just like portals with infinite giant fists, basically. How do you feel about the <laughs> mochi donuts? See, I, I thought he was going to do a Dragon Ball thing. I thought he was going to do Gotenks' galactic donuts attack. It's just an uh, like an energy uh, ring that like restricts people. Not not that exciting. It just has a cool name. <laughs> but instead, uh, <laughs> it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. That's uh, fucked up. That that's why we need a. That's like a fucked up zoning power. Why they need to make a, a good One Piece fighting game, not a shitty 3D arena brawler with zero bra- balance. Uh, so Katakuri that's like can all anime fighting games. So unfortunately, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Is so you can zone with the fucked up donut, the mochi donut. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be similar to in Skullgirls how with misfortune she can rip her head off and throw it and like attack with the head while you're doing combos like that, or like uh, I've been playing some DNF duel on Steam. Uh, the Dragonite character she can just like throw a dragon, like a little baby dragon, and he like does attacks while you're doing attacks. I want to do that with this donut. <laughs> yeah, I would love a good uh, One Piece fighting game, like 2D. Dragon Ball Fighter style. Yeah, please. There's still good the, content it, for Dragon Ball Fighter, so I'm just hoping that the last, when they're like the last, the last one, is here going, 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 when I like scream. That'd be funny. Is that would that be the one non Dragon Ball character? Yeah. I I wonder though. Is that is that the is that the one good like anime fighting game in the past twenty years? Um, that that's like viable competitively. I think yeah. the The only other one I can think of that is viable as like an actual fighting game is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Heritage to the Future, which is uh '90s and based off Part Three. Except for the um, you can play as Part Two Joseph because the gag in it is that the it's the guy the, who stands, <laughs> yeah, fruit. who said doesn't it just stands. doesn't does doesn't as fast at, at make him a baby baby, just makes him like <laughs> young Joseph, which is awesome. Which I wish they did in the show. Yeah. Powerful donuts. The, the 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 donuts thing. You said that he doesn't really have a Kong gun thing. He doesn't because of the tension or whatever. But the he basically has the organ because he can just make as many of these donuts as he wants. Yeah. In the in Warriors, yeah, you get like limit burst, whatever it's called, version of this attack. He has like eight of them, and like you just mow down everything. Also, because he's like taller than every character in the game. But so you play as Big Mom or something, but. Uh, we go back to Kakao uh, Island, and the weirdo dad, Pound, is coming into the island. He wants to see his daughter, see some more cooking. Brulee calls Pudding. So at this point, still no one knows Pudding's deal. But Brulee calls and is like, yeah, I overheard the Straw Hats have this plan to meet up at Kakao Island. But it seems like the Straw Hats have sunk, and Luffy's going to get his ass beaten in by Katakuri. <laughs> so now Sanji knows this. Sanji talks mid-phone call, and I was like, how how did she not hear? <laughs> I don't know. Don't worry about it. And the other, yeah, the other thing, too, is they, they do put some time on this. They say it's about 4 p.m. now. They're planning to meet up at 1 a.m. Yeah, you know, in the middle there is when Pound is trying to get inside, and everyone says no. Also, yeah, Brulee mentions that Oven is here, and we do see him walk up, and he beats up Pound. He's like, fuck you, ex-stepdad. You're not my real dad. 25th ex stepdad. So funny. What's <laughs> oven? 68? No, he's also 48. Okay. So this man, she's really just 
pumping so, them out. There was, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to get too into this because it could get into like, ter- like uncomfortable conversation. But it seems like Pound doesn't hate Big Mom. He doesn't seem so, to. So there was no like weird uncomfortable coercion. This is what I want to avoid, but like, yeah, when when, when Big Mom is, <laughs> I apologize for what I'm about to say, when Big Mom is sucking fucking across the new world, um, <laughs> which she canonically has done, what she has done, do, do people not know? Like, are people not aware, or is she just like charming? <laughs> because when did she also? When did she stop? I guess it's the other thing. Because <laughs> she's like, she's taking a break this week while all he, this stuff's happening. He, he has to be recent because he's the only one we've seen there. Yeah, he's is just it? still around. Like, that's the thing. Is it, maybe he's like the one that's not a pirate, you know? Like, everyone else left or died versus or he's just like bumbling. Just like he's fucking Homer Simpson, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Lola's only 26. Lola and Shafan would only be 26. So he's just been like chilling. Hanging around here. But yeah, no, he's the only one that seems to like... So he, the, he doesn't seem to hold a grudge. He's just kind of sad. He just wants to see his kids. And Chiffon doesn't recognize him. She goes, no, who is did that? They ever, did they ever meet? Yeah, there's that too. Which, that adds a, like, that's like a quick thing. But that is a terrifying and sad dynamic to learn about that family. A lot of them like, don't know their dads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They know stepdads, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is the last one, and after that, she's like, I'm done with men. <laughs> yeah, uh, are there any... I'd have to look at, like, a full list of, like, direct descendants to know, is there anyone younger than this? Like, is there any, like, 20-year-old member of the of the crew? Are there any grand... grand Charlottes? Yeah, Pez. Let me see if I can just Google Big Mom family. Oh, is Pez... Oh, that's true, Pez. At least Pez. <laughs> Googling Big Mom family tree. <laughs> I need to, actually. Holy fuck, found one. Oh, yeah, because there, there was, like, the little kids that were her kids. I forgot about them because they briefly showed up. Yeah, I thought there was, uh... 46 sons and 39 daughters. Yeah, not all of them have been on screen. Only yeah. one husband has been on screen. Yeah, which is yeah, which is why everyone speculates. Big yeah, Mom 40- gave birth once a year for 43 years in a row with 43 different husbands. That's crazy. Some of them are the same age, though. She became pregnant at the age of 17, had a first child at the age of 18, at the age of 60. She finally hit menopause. Okay, this is, this is, this is too much. They, they, she, there's no fucking thing about her. Oda doesn't know how pregnancy works. So, <laughs> Oda doesn't like, know how women work. No. He super doesn't. There's, yeah, there's no. a chance that Gang has not, Gang and Chiffon have not been intimate. And he's just like, well, they have a kid. They've held hands. Yeah. Well, it's like Goku. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's 14 unseen sons and 19 unseen daughters, based on the <laughs> picture I'm looking at. But yeah, no, the Pound is the only one that we've seen on screen, and they only look like two of the daughters, which are identical. I don't know if he's... Ha- I'm assuming doesn't have any others. Also, it's funny, this assumes Moscato's dead, like I did. <laughs> Even though Moscato's on screen in one of these episodes. Opera is probably dead, though, I don't know. Thank you for your service, whoever made this uh, family tree that I'm looking at. From, I'm looking at it on the library of O'Hara website. Thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Nico Robin. Thank you, Nico Robin. Which we should just be saying more often in general. I miss her. I'm glad that everyone's in the opening. Yeah. 
So you get to see her every time you watch an episode anyway? I, I, I hope she, yeah, I was thinking, I hope she's having a good time. Like, I hope she's just enjoying her book. Yeah, she's just chilling. What are they doing in Wano? Preparing to be Kaido. <laughs> so I guess she's just reading a book. Anyway, so after all this plan stuff, putting show's concern, she's like, oh no, Sanji, your friend's gonna get fucking beaten to hell and back. He's, uh, Katakuri's never lost a fight before. And Sanji's like, I guess it's gonna happen for the first time today then. <laughs> And that's a, you know, another dramatic cliffhanger, Sanji's faith in his captain. Uh, then we go to 858. Luffy's getting the fucking shippied out of him. Pudding does her routine again. The love, uh, the, you know, she blows up and then falls down with the hard eye routine. Um, after probably redoing that Sanji conversation again. Um, and Big Mom arrives at Nutland. And uh, she's walking around. She busts some nuts, you could say. <laughs> yep. Who is this? Custard. Which one's Custard. I wrote down the name because they said it, and now I can't picture it. But Custard reports to Montdor. Oh, she's the one on the Tarte. She reports that they lost Beje. Uh, like, also, the slugs aren't working, and Montdor is so pissed that the slugs aren't working. Can't believe the slugs aren't working. How can we track all the <laughs> slug stuff? Uh, Beje is like, Beje knows about the slugs and doesn't know why they're not tracking them, but he's so happy about it. He does the same like maniacal laugh he did when the tower fell down he's just like cool i don't know why this is happening but i'm all for it and uh he goes to see his wife he's like all right straight ahead to save my wife the wife's uh wife city even (laughs) we see a familiar face for a second underwater luring the slugs away montour is told they're all missing and now we just i don't know why there was a beat between this but now we get a musical number with the slugs and the familiar (laughs) face that we saw and i'm Pulling up the wiki because I can't remember her name, even though I love her so much. There's there's too many names. <laughs> there's a, so many characters. I'm yeah. already bad with names, but when you have a character that they have like almost a hundred kids, I'm gonna be worse about it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's Harley Quinn, but no, her name is uh, Praline. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good one. Just passed her birthday, July twenty second. I wonder if uh, I wonder if that's because like saying july 22nd sounds like you're saying praline or something maybe i don't know i is there too many too many birthdays at this point where they can all be bits but <laughs> holy shit uh that is wife city she's 800 centimeters tall she's she's big yeah that's, that's, I don't even know. that's is, bigger is, than is, she's a fish she gets away with it because <laughs> there's no 666 six, six, i remember because it's really funny it is funny there's no uh there's no scale when she's underwater so you can't even tell she's as big as she is yeah, but no, she's taller than her her boyfriend Aladdin, Aladdin. I don't remember how it's pronounced, but because it's spelled it's spelled like D I N E originally, and then it's just spelled like the Disney's Aladdin in the official subs. So I don't know. How come he gets a cool shark wife, and I don't? I don't know. <laughs> it's not fair. I hope he gets to fight the genie guy. <laughs> I don't like that guy. No, but I just think that. <laughs> Is the character the Aladdin <laughs> needs to fight the chain? He's a goat's beard brotula merman. I guess that's a type of fish, but it's a genus. It's a whole genus of fishes. <laughs> brotula. I want to be a coelacanth uh, mermaid. <laughs> that's my uh my One Piece uh, tabletop RPG character. I'm a coelacanth mermaid. And... Oh yeah, that's so good. Uh, the musical number's great, by the way. I love the little musical number. That's just like you deserve a day off chill you have nothing to lose but your chains i'm wondering if uh, they'll probably dub the songs for 
the dub. They, huh? I, they, have they already done any? I don't know how long, how far along they are now. Even with the break, I'm still too far along. Because they're too, they're too big of cowards to dub openings. That's true. Well, they 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 did it like what three times, and like two of them were by Vic Mignogna. So they're not <laughs> yeah. fucking. Who else sings? No, no one. <laughs> Which is crazy because like there's a whole fucking cottage industry of like white YouTubers doing it. <laughs> yeah. And, and they cast one of them. <laughs> What's her name? Is in uh is the Martin Luther King fish mom? I remember saying it that it was the whitest possible casting imaginable. <laughs> Anyways, musical number is great, though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what those sound like dubs. I don't remember when the first one is. I guess it's whenever Big Mom's appearance. It must have happened because they've already cast uh, Katakuri. Oh, uh, if someone's watched it, let us know. If we yeah. don't already go to it right away after recording. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'll forget. I got another episode to talk about. Um, but yeah, no, the, this, this number is great. I like it, it ends on uh, Aladdin sort of looking up and being like, I hope this helps you, Jinbei. Even though Jinbei was like, leave, don't look back. Get the fuck out, what? please. I'm doing this for you guys. Yeah, also. but no, all these sun pirates and their undying loyalty to Jinbei. Very great. Very touching. Anyways, Luffy runs out of uh, hockey and he has 10 minutes to kill. And he's running around and he stops suddenly. The camera pans around to see that he's looking at Bru Lee and he makes this goofy fucking face. And he grabs her and jumps into a mirror. Uh, Katakuri tries to stop, but breaks the mirror after he goes through. This happens several times, and he keeps doing it. you think he'd stop eventually, but he just keeps doing it. Anyways, yeah, so Luffy's like, great idea, I'm just gonna run through these mirrors. And he gets into one, he's like, oh, I wonder where I am. And the ceiling gets lifted off, and it's Big Mom being like, where's my cake? So he, the first mirror he goes through is, is Nutland. <laughs> it's a great bit. That this is where he ends up. Yeah, it's very funny. I knew as soon as they landed place, like, fuck, I see how little Big Bomb is, huh? <laughs> She's just running amok, busting nuts, throwing nuts at people. She throws a nut at, uh, at Luffy. She should put the top hat on. That's what, that's what should happen in the next episode. <laughs> top hat doesn't have uh, a sword in it like her That's hat. true. But I guess she could bring it to life, though. That is true. She should turn the big... Like, because it's like one big building, I guess, that has the top hat, the nut with the top hat that you can see from like a kilometer away. And uh, I think she should just bring that to life and then it just becomes the fucking planters guy. I think that would be a great bit with no copyright infringement. Or it's just the weirdest product placement uh, 800 episodes in. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, that's the thing is like, I find all that stuff so funny, but they would never do it. One Piece is so profitable, but it's just so funny to think about like all the Evangelion ad deals and <laughs> which weren't in the show. No, versus like Code Geass is the one that's like egregious. <laughs> yeah, but having fucking Pizza Hut. That has. I just mean the show is egregious. I had not. I didn't even mean <laughs> that. It Code Geass. When I was a teenager, it just seemed like the aesthetic of it seemed so cool because I was thirteen. I I got a couple episodes into it. At, at the time, at least, I don't, I don't need Death Note, but uh, like the main character's the actual good guy because they act very similar. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, am I too old to get into new anime? Uh, watch uh, Isaacin because it's uh, Yuasa. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, that's the thing is like it's like I, there are now like certain writers and directors I care about where I'm like, well, I guess that draws me to it because the new Yuasa movie is about to come out. The Gord, the Gord one <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> Local rep theater is showing, so I'll probably see it. But in between David Lynch uh, re-releases. Oh, hell yeah. 
what was the last non One Piece thing I really loved? And the answer is like Devil Man Cry Baby, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Which is a while ago now. That was the last one I watched, but that was very recently. <laughs> That's not fair. Because I, how did I get on Devil Man Cry Baby? Because it's good. You watch ping pong yet? Uh, I'm like four episodes into ping pong. It's really so good. Far. Love ping pong. Uh, it's because I, uh, <laughs> the girl upstairs, I told her, I mentioned like the Night of Short Walk On girl to her. And mm-hmm. she's like, and then the next time I saw her, she's like, I watched that. That movie was cute. And then we were looking at stuff on Netflix. And I was like, oh, this is by the same guy. It's fucked up. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I was, we were like, I was like, I knew it was fucked up, but not like that fucked up. <laughs> and, yeah. It's have not, have they seen Evangelion? Do they? Yes, yes. Okay. Watched, watched, they watched the series and end of Evangelion by themselves and then watched the rebuild movies with me. Nice. Very cool. I still got to get around to watching the fourth rebuild again with, with my, uh, my boyfriend. It's never got, because I, I was putting off, I was like, oh, I want to rewatch Ritual again before I rewatch uh, Ava 4. And now we've done that and I just haven't gotten around to it because it's like <laughs> fucking three hours long. Yeah. And yeah, moving across the country. Um, Keeps you busy. Luffy's in Nutland. <laughs> All the big mom ships are dispatched to search for everyone. And everyone's like, why are we searching? That's why yeah. we have the slugs. Yeah. Um, Sanji's whipped cream is so good that somebody dies. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And yeah. she- <laughs> Sanji, your to- cream is too strong. <laughs> and Pudding wants to try it. And Siobhan's like, no, we, uh-uh. we, we will not get this you. done on time if you do that. Not only will it kill you because it tastes so good, but because Sanji is the one who made it specifically. Sanji gives his tastiest cream to his strongest soldiers. <laughs> Anyways, there was someone who was like thought it was poisoned at first. <laughs> I don't. I I have to imagine that hasn't crossed your mind once the possibility of no, Sanji not poisoning. <laughs> San- Sanji. Well, one because he's a main character, we'd get like an insight to him doing that first before he did it. Actually, no, he's Sanji. Sanji, no, Sanji, Sanji. sometimes fucks off for a while and then comes back. He's like, "Hey, I did all this stuff." He's yeah. done it even in the movies. He's done it, so never mind. Yeah, Mr. Prince. It's done though. The cake is done. It's too bouncy. It's gonna fly away, and the so is the frosting. It's too smooth. It's gonna just, <laughs> f- just roll out of the yeah, pan. The, the cake flowing away because it's so fluffy is really funny. It's very funny. Uh, but yeah, they're like, all right, let's go get on that boat because we'll finish it on the ship on the way. Got two more episodes to talk about. Eight fifty nine. Luffy's immediately spotted by Big Mom. And not for the reason you might expect. You might assume her to yell straw hat and him to say what and yell back. <laughs> but he is smart enough to do that. It is Brulee that yells. So he's now running away for real from them. Gets trapped by uh, some candy wall. There's a tall lady with the big sword. I don't remember her name. But he barely escapes. And he's running away. Sanji uh, makes up a disguise. As they leave the sweets factory. I wish one of the chefs pressed him on it. I wish one of the chefs that thinks he's now officially a, a big mom pirate was like, but why? <laughs> oh, actually, wait, no, they do. I forgot. They do. And he says, I'm shy. <laughs> and that's very funny. Luffy briefly loses Brulee and he finds her by yelling branch and she pops her head out of what she was hiding and to correct him. There's some funny bits in this because he keeps saying her name and then she keeps correcting him and then he says the right name once. And then she says, "Branch." It's Looney Tunes. It's very Looney Tunes. It's duck season, rabbit season. Yeah, I love it when One Piece is Looney Tunes, though. He's made of rubber. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, no, he gets away. He's being chased by like force femme Vincent Valentine and uh, a lady <laughs> with a sword that doesn't look like another character. So I Shit. can't make a joke about it. There's like these, there's like three of these sisters and I, it's, uh, I'm almost disappointed that two of them use swords and one of them uses guns. It feels like the third one should have something different, <laughs> but God, I, I, re- I played the Yuffie DLC recently for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ooh. I'm so excited for part two of that fucking thing. I need to play that game. It's good. And it's, it used to be like a, a reasonable price on the Epic Game Store. Played on PC. Is the DLC on PC? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, that makes sense. That, that's that's more of why, because it's like, I, I could just get the full content in a package. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how what the gap would be between part two and that being on PC, because I'm sure it'll be exclusive to PS5 for a while. Probably. But, uh, anyways, yeah, I was just thinking about Vincent Valentine now, and I'm just like, damn, he's going to show up, isn't he? Luffy gets away eventually. He ties up brutally again in this process. Uh, gets attacked by Big Mom doing the the big sword attack again. Spoilers for the next episode. He escapes, but we see Oven. This the rest of this episode is mainly Oven uh, threatening to kill Chiffon, saying, "You know, you helped Beje try and do an assassination attempt. That means you're a traitor. It's a shame because we're related, but I am going to kill you." And her dad, Pound, comes in and tries to save her. And Sanji, conflicted about what to do, sees this as an opportunity. So <laughs> Pound goes to throw a punch. Sanji, at the speed of sound, apparently, <laughs> yeah. flies in, kicks Oven across the street, saves Chiffon, and leaves before anybody sees him. And, you know, hides Chiffon on the, on the cart. And Pound's like, was that me? Am I strong? And Oven's like, no, that wasn't you, <laughs> Clearly fucking wasn't idiot. You. <laughs> fucking dipshit, wimpy arm, big head, ex-stepdad. I wonder how old Pound is. Now I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure out how much older is Pound than Oven. Same age! Pound is 48! <laughs> uh, you know what? I get why he doesn't give a shit about stepdad, because they're the same if age. I was the it's same really age, weird. but yeah. Jesus Christ. We gotta talk about age gaps in One Piece. <laughs> no, we don't. I guess that's how that one forum post you were reading did the math like what's the oldest general and then count the years back from however old big what's big mom's like 63 68 okay so yeah 20 i guess she would have been 20 when she had katakuri and oven not atrocious but i don't know i guess are it's katakuri and oven the oldest i don't know if there's any older than 48 anyways none of that matters and i super don't care especially in a show that has fucking two-year-long pregnancies <laughs> chiffon's immediately found by oven yeah. <laughs> he just walks over, lifts up a blanket, and finds her. Doesn't even really try to, hard her, try, try to hide her that well. He doesn't kill her because he's stopped by like a report on the snail phone from somebody saying that Beje is nearing the shore. So this last episode, we'll get more of that. Uh, 860 starts with Luffy barely getting through a mirror as he escapes Big Mom's attack. And then Brulee yells for Katakuri because in the mirror dimension, Luffy does a bit more running. In between. This just kind of keeps happening for a little bit. We go back to Beje. He's soothing his baby. He's pretty good at it. Oven gets on the big PA system and demands that he surrender. Uh, so that way nothing happens to Chiffon. I'm sure you can trust Oven. Yeah. A guy with a normal name. <laughs> and a power that's convenient to his name. <laughs> yeah. What's his Katakuri anything? Like, is that a name? Is that a joke? I don't know. Tech, it's the Japanese name for... Uh, something I'm not gonna be able to pronounce. It's like a type of flower, but I guess it says the trivia here says it's related to food. Hmm. 
could also be taken from katakariko, which means potato starch. Huh. Which also, I think, comes from that flower. So, close enough. Apparently, his power and appearance is similar to zebra from Toriko. I'm looking at a picture now of zebra, and no category is cooler. This is the guy. I isn't. I think this is the guy they they showed in the prison in one of the crossover episodes. <laughs> a, a weird time to set that up, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, no, that face does kind of look familiar now that you mentioned that. I don't know. It said his power was similar too, so I, I don't know. It's mochi power, but. Anyways, yeah, po- Katakura ranked 14th in a popularity poll. I get it. He's cool. He is cool. Uh, you know who else is cool? Surprisingly, Gang Beje. I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> you know, when when they introduced him, I was like, that's a guy. And now that he's here, I'm like, oh, he's a guy who does things. <laughs> they invented the rest of his bit. They gave him a baby. <laughs> they gave him a baby that also has the five o'clock shadow mustache. Yeah. And, and a, a wife. Fedora and a cigar, but it's his pacifier. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I think I talked last time about how all the family stuff, like... I think works really well together in this arc. Yeah. Not too similar to Doflamingo's sort of crime family. The fact that you have the bad blood family of Jerma and Charlotte, real slash found family of Beger going on at the same time. And obviously Luffy's found family stuff, but there was something I, I, I was thinking about in this last, in during this last episode that was, um, I think these are the only two, like, marriages we've seen with uh, Aladdin and Praline and then with Chiffon and Baby. And both of them are ready to be like, yeah, my mom fucking sucks. <laughs> and Pudding is very quickly, now that she's uh, infatuated with Song, she's like, yeah, she sucks. I want out. <laughs> well, yeah, she was trying to be good enough for her. And, and uh, yeah. it was impossible to do. Yeah, I can't think of any other, like, there's no good parents, really, in... <laughs> In One Piece. We never really knew Sanji's deal until recently, but obviously he, you know, had Zeph as a dad. Pretty much anyone who could have potential good parents, the parents are dead. <laughs> but yeah, like, is there a single character, even that does know, like, is there any character with two parents? Like, let alone. I guess, like, I guess <laughs> technically... Maybe, maybe the, Brooke came from a loving home. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> They've been long maybe. dead, but... <laughs> long, long dead. Yeah. All bones. I guess, yeah, it, it, you don't really think about it, but I'm like, I guess technically before Sanji's mom died, that was an on-screen marriage. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it's very rarely is it called attention to the way that it is with, I guess, the, the few examples you gave in this arc with uh, Beje and Praline and the, I guess hypothetically Sanji and his. Yeah, he was just kind of like a, a stereotype before and now it's like you get to see him be a character. Anyways, Chiffon yells through the PA system to, tells him to run, but Beje will not do that. He says, I'll come ashore, as Oven says. And then he does that, uh, but then shoots him with a gun. It looks like a cannonball at first, for, because of the scale. And I was like, is this just a very tiny cannonball? But no, then you see Beje has a gun. Um, he shoots Oven in the face. <laughs> yeah! From a surprising distance. Gang Beje doing that marksman thing? It's more likely than you think. The the TikTok uh, voice that drives me insane when I hear, hear it. They said uh, a captain from the worst generation couldn't be a marksman. I'm sure that's funny that people go on TikTok. <laughs> it's not even really funny to me, but I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta excise the demon. You just gotta <laughs> vocalize it. But yeah, just a single bullet hits Oven in the face. It doesn't... He's fine. You'd think that would kill the man. Yeah. But... Again, a weird thing whenever you see guns on this show. 
We go back to the Sonny. You mentioned this before. Carrot sort of uh, quietly asks if there's a full moon tonight. That's the only, like, that's the last time we check on the Sonny for this chunk this, in, in this episode. But, yeah, between that and the opening, you have some thoughts about uh, what's going to happen next time, I'm sure. <laughs> Excited to hear your predictions, as always. Always. Well, I've never been wrong as well. Beje's ship runs ashore, and then because it has the tank treads, immediately know what's going to happen, which is just that he says it's amphibious. It just starts running around like a tank on the on the shore. <laughs> so cool. And they're like, how are we going to get the cake onto the boat? And Sanji just like kicks it. He just kicks it into the air. Uh, we don't actually see it land on the boat in this episode. That's going to be the dramatic cliffhanger. Will Sanji be able to get the cake onto the boat? Um, you'll have to predict it one way or the other. Uh, but for <laughs> now, we see Luffy run through these different islands from Katakuri, and he finally stops in a seemingly quiet place and sits and he thinks. He thinks back to being trained hockey and he thinks about Katakuri's hockey and fighting him. And uh, the line that I like from Silver's Rayleigh in the flashback is just this idea of like, look, you can train as long as you want, but hockey is really honed in fighting. You kind of have to do it a bunch. And Luffy's like, I wonder if I could see into the future if I (laughs) fought hard enough. And he thinks about Katakuri and he's like, I want to surpass him. I want to be able to take him on at full strength. And that is it for this episode. You like the fight so far? Yeah, it's neat. It's just all, it's Luffy's trying to figure out, what do I do? Fuck. It's been a while since he's had to think that. Yeah. The answer isn't quite as invigorating as it was with, uh, you know, Crocodile or something, or even maybe an L. Just this idea of, like, thinking his way around a fight. It, it feels a little distinct from he had to punch Doflamingo as hard as he could. He has to actually, like, sort of think about a different, a different side of fighting, which is his awareness um, with, Card- with Katakuri. It's a good, it's good, like, learning thing for him. He'll be able to apply this later. Yeah. Again, like, we talked about how, like, Fishman Island was kind of a little too straight down. Oh, that you have to show that they're very strong and yeah. then also have a little bit of a challenge for Luffy in the end, which is the drugs feel like a solution to that problem yeah. more than anything interesting. This and and I feel like Doflamingo is a little bit too much of that too. Of just like he just has to fight good. It, it's shown in anime often becomes pe- two people flying at each other in the sky and then beams flying or colors flashing and things exploding. One Piece is really really good at not being that. Further into the new world, there's more of that, and I do think there's probably expectations of that because the audience is older and. Shonen has its tropes where it's like, okay, we'll do that, but then also we'll do yeah. <laughs> a little. Like, I, I think Oda probably is not entirely satisfied by that. I guess Zoro is the stand-in for that. Zoro gets all those fights. <laughs> yeah, but I, he that that he came up with a boy made of rubber so he could do interesting, weird stuff instead. Um, but anyways, we'll leave it there for now before I say too much and people get mad at me like they used to um, in the old days where I would say, well, Kobe's gonna come back in our first episode, and people thought that I was showing too much in episode one of the podcast. I guess we'll, we'll do plugs, and then we'll ask your predictions for what's gonna happen next time. Where can people find you? What else do you do? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at NoImJory. I tweet about stuff. It's no school tweets because I'm not in school at the moment because it's the summer. I have a summer class, but... Your school tweets are about the school in Persona. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, 
100 hours <laughs> into Persona 5 Royal, almost done with the original base game content. And then I also uh, tweets about my fictional uh, wrestling <laughs> promotion from a uh, wrestling sim I play at work because it's all text-based. And uh, I get pointlessly engrossed in it. Nice. <laughs> Got my uh, wrestling podcast is dead, trying to figure out something else with them. Let's see, I got uh, Letterboxd, you can see the bad movies I've watched on there, whole list of them, uh, got 200, I forgot to add one, 257 movies, you know, sometimes I've thought, maybe maybe I'm doing something wrong with my life, <laughs> how about you? But yeah, all my stuff, all my stuff is uh, Ghost of Joe, spelled Ghost of J-O, no E at the end of my name, but yeah, it's Twitter, Letterboxd.com. Etc. Uh, oh, I should plug this show's Twitter. Um, we are watching OP. Is the Twitter I tweeted something seconds before we went live in <laughs> general. Giving you behind the scenes of uh when we record because yeah. <laughs> yeah, that we, that's important. We, or some people don't like tell, doing that. <laughs> you can tell when we're gonna record by tweeting screenshots, and then we're silent for two weeks, and then we post yeah. again. <laughs> Good question. You, you tweeted earlier: Is putting Slime Companion a homie or no? That's a great. I have to assume yes, but they don't. They seem to have more it. personality than most her, homies. Her her flying carpet is absolutely a homie. Yeah, but I don't know if uh, <laughs> if Nitro is because I looked up his name to see because I was going to spoil myself. Yeah, Discord. The Nitro. wiki. The wiki does not say whether or not he is a homie. But as far as uh, I know, yeah, they're just I'm also sure. goop guys. Um, but yeah, our Twitter is we are watching OP. That's also our Patreon. Uh, Got a link to it in the, somewhere on our page, I think. Yeah, it should be. It's in our bio. It might be in the show notes as well. I have to double check. Uh, it should be. And uh, probably I have to update our Discord link in the show notes as well, which I know I didn't do mm. last time. But we have a Discord you can join as well. Um, but yeah, if you want to join us on our Patreon, you will get a exclusive Discord channel that hasn't been posted in since june and so that's really enticing and exciting you can join us for a minimum dollar a month to get these episodes a couple days early and our monthly bonus episodes which uh let me i don't even know i know we have a plan for this month of august but i'm gonna have to look real quick at what it is east blue episode episode of east blue a tv special recapping east blue a thing that we have not seen enough. I actually don't <laughs> mind too much about how many East Blue recaps there are because I just like East Blue a lot. It's, it's a long time ago. It's a I long get, time ago, and I always feel like, yeah, it's been long enough that I could take it again. It, it's so it's, I, I get, especially for a live audience, for like pe- uh, families in Japan, it's like you started watching the show when you were 10 years old. Now you have like a six year old. Yeah. You don't want to start from the beginning, but the kid watches it with you every week. So the kid watches this and he's caught up a little bit. He understands. Yeah. Thank you to our patrons for the month of August here at the beginning of the month. Adam B, Adam W, Anton, Ashok, Backup in, Benjamin S, Brittany, Captain Moki, Chad, Clues, Wanderer, Connor, Damien, David, Deusequis, Eric V, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins. James, Jamie Ziz, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Maurice, Mick Foley, 299, Minty, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Rashawn, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Savannah, Snowy Scales, Stephen K, Stephen P, The Real Dory, Tony, and Trey. 
and there's oh page two sorry van vedeke and vertigree thank you all so much for hanging out with us on patreon yeah so i just said everyone's name live for real good job uh, yeah i while change reading your name, jory you're not jory i'm jory yeah uh while <laughs> reading spoilers for the new chapter <laughs> it's not so far advanced they got the spoilers mm-hmm. i need that for chainsaw man yeah i heard the man's still a chainsaw he hasn't even shown up yet in three chapters they released since it came back which is awesome that's 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 really good like they're building another character who is conceivably the uh antagonist which is really interesting they mentioned chainsaw man i mean yeah i mean it must be successful it's just like yeah i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna do what i want now jory make your predictions what's up next time uh you can uh find me on Let's see. I know what's going to happen next. He's so they're trying to get the cake on the boat and we don't know because Sanji kicked it. Is it going to make it on the boat? Don't worry, it does. That's nothing bad's going to happen to the cake yet. What 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 what's what's going to happen is Luffy is going to uh go into the mirror world one last time, but it's been nine minutes. It hasn't been the ten minutes necessary to to get his hockey back and Katakuri is going to kick him into a mirror that makes him land on uh Beige's boat. We don't know if they've destroyed all the mirrors. I would assume so, but there's one they forgot. The cake is going to be on there and they're going to be trying to transport the cake and everyone and everything, but Big Big Mom is going to catch wind of it and she's going to in in her hunger pangs, she's going to sink the boat and the cake is going to start going towards the bottom of the ocean, and because she's so hungry, she's gonna dive down to the bottom of the ocean and, uh, drown. Damn. And that's how they beat Big Mom. Will the cake be a lie? Find out next time! <laughs> how we know the cake is a lie joke, I think. I don't think we have. I think I made it last time. <laughs> My brain is also immune to it because of just how much <laughs> that You've happened. heard it. Yeah. Anyway. Do you think do you think space passed it from Portal 2? I feel like in my group of friends in high school it did. Uh not for bit. not not for me and my friends cuz yeah. Portal 2 was around the t- Yeah, Portal 2 came out like I think my last year of high school if I remember right or close to it. Now we were just saying space all the time like it was a whole joke. <laughs> That's it. Uh until next time. To be continued.